This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Financially Fit Business. Go to www.financiallyfit.business to analyze your monthly financial statements, grow your business profitably, and build wealth in less than 10 minutes a month. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. You're going to think I'm crazy. Why? Because we're going to talk about training today. Yes, it's the busy season. However, you should be thinking of training even when it's busy. No, you don't have to, nor should you, send a field employee to a two-day class when the, the opportunity to maximize billable hours is now. However, start thinking about what you can do and should do from a training perspective so that you are ready for now and for fall and beyond. My guests today, Ken Midget and Dan Clapper, will discuss how a training culture affects company growth and recruiting and how it helps retain field employees. Dan and Ken, welcome to Contractor Sense. Hi, Ruth. Thanks for having me. My awesome. pleasure. So who wants to go first? <laughs> uh, it's always fun when both of, our, uh, both of us are on because we'll talk over each other. But <laughs> Okay, that's good. I like I like talking over each other. It's, it's fun <laughs> at times. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to be a complete gentleman and let Dan go first. All, All right. right, Dan. So let's talk about what you and Ken do first, because I'm sure most of the people in our listening um who are listening to the podcast, do not know the names Ken Midget and Dan Clapper. So give us a little background. Sure. So we're both market directors for Interplay Learning. And basically, Interplay Learning provides an online uh, on-demand solution for technical training. So really what we've seen is because so many experts are retiring and you know, you can go online and see thousands of job applicate or job postings for uh, experienced techs, right? It, the 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 labor market is just so small. So we basically help contractors build an in-house training program, and and uh, part of it is taking people with no knowledge at all at all and get them truck ready. Sometimes it's taking your mid-level techs and and refining their skills, giving them a career path. So uh, I do it on the HVAC side and Ken does it on the plumbing oh my, side. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to, you know, I, I've known about Interplay Learning for years and years and years um, when it really started as the thing for the performance and houses and how it started that way. But the really cool thing about Interplay Learning that you both, neither of you talked about is when you train online, you train online how the millennials and the younger generation likes to be trained. Now, yeah, can you do it on a PC? Yeah, but if they want an Oculus and they want to play on an Oculus, guess what they get to do? Yep. So, it's, you know. It's uh, highly engaging in that environment for, especially for that younger crew there that are already used to it and they're in the gaming world and they most likely have a headset. Yeah. Um, but as you said earlier, you, you don't need to have the headset to use the product. So it runs yeah. on a desktop, an iPad, laptop. Um, Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing is, I don't know whether you guys know this or not, but one of my clients signed up with you guys and bought the Oculuses. And you know how he trained his guys on the Oculus? You have an idea? 
probably not. I probably yeah. not. Um, <laughs> so what they did is in their service meetings, he bought one of the games. And I can't remember which one. And they competed with the Oculus on those games. And that's how they got used to using it. And then the training piece of it came very, very easy after that. Mm. So they got into a competitive nature first. And then they then they transitioned into using it online and using the interplay learning type of training. So That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a great way to learn it. And I thought that was a very ingenious way. And the guys loved it. Number one, they're very competitive. And number two, none of them wanted to lose the game. And number three, once they got into it, it was really easy to do the training. I, I love that story. That's great. That's great. A, a lot that, of so... our contract, yeah, a lot of our contractors, um, that's the use case that they'll actually use the v the VR headset. They'll uh, you know they'll cast our our simulations up on a screen and kind of rotate the technicians around and and create this group learning environment as well. Yeah, absolutely, so super fun. So I mean, you guys have been in training for years. You know, let's take it a play out of this for a second. I mean, what have you seen with respect to training? like now and the things we can do and it's the middle of summer i mean plumbing doesn't have the same seasonality that heating and air does but it's summer a lot of people are on vacation if they're not heating and air guys the plumbing guys go on vacation etc 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 what can we do to entice them to actually pay attention to training even if it's 10 minutes a week right now and ken i'm going to throw that at you for the plumbing side first and then dan for the heating and air Wow, I'm going to steal everything Dan's going to say. So he's going to be over there <laughs> pounding his fist on his desk when he might start talking. Um, I'm going to leave the 10 minute thing all up to him because he has a story about that. But uh, Dan and I have talked, and we have a philosophy that, you know, yes, it is the busy season. But you know what? If you take, we're professionals, right? The, the HVAC tech, the plumbing service tech, they're all professionals. Right. It, yes, it's a little different environment professional because you're not a doctor or lawyer or a dentist or that kind of professional, but you are a professional. And just like a professional athlete continues to train in the in the on season, so should so should an HVAC tech and a plumber. Yeah. Right. It's just if you want to have professional development, you want your career to go and you want your trajectory to be a steady incline going in the upward direction then you need to continue to train and allocate part time for it. Dan, okay, what's the story? Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> it too. I mean, I I love how you opened it. I mean, I would much rather learn for 10 minutes a day instead of going to a three three day course because now I'm I'm dripping that information. I'm just learning a little bit, I'm applying it. I'm learning a little bit and I'm applying it. And, and what happens in busy season too? Guess what? That's when people are making the most mistakes. They're, they're trying to rush through their work, get to the next job. Um, so it's a, it's a really good time. Now, would I assign a full fundamental course to learn everything about the refrigeration cycle over the summer? Probably not. But it's a perfect time for that spot training. Uh, maybe, maybe you need to learn condensate pumps a little bit better because you, you've messed those up. Or, or, so as a service manager, you can assign out specific spot training that the techs need most right in, right in that moment that applied to the job they did yesterday. So what was the story? Come on, Ken set you up. <laughs> uh, I don't, 
I, I think more of the story is, um, I don't know what, what one Ken was specifically thinking of, but mostly, it, it mostly it's this remediation training in the summer. Like how do, how do I just make sure my techs are on top of their game? And, yeah. and it only can take five or 10 minutes a day, like, or, you know, a couple times a week. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to take a long time. It just, it's like, you're seeing a tech who has a problem with um, reading a wiring diagram. Okay. You, put, you throw them online to do reading wiring diagrams for 10 minutes and then the next day they get better. And then, yeah. you know, it, you go that way in the middle of summer, you take yeah. what they're not doing and what they're screwing up and you put them in, you know, 10 minutes of training for that. Mm -hmm. Am I right? Or am I wrong? Absolutely. And, and you're creating a pattern, right? This is, you know, of, of course, in the, when, in the shoulder seasons, we could take that 10 minutes and make it 40 minutes or an hour or whatever it is. But you're creating this pattern that it's being done on a, on a routine basis, not, not oh, my God, everybody's messing up in these capacitors. I got to trade everybody right now. And now you're doing a Hail Mary pass, hoping it's going to sink in versus an ongoing basis in little bite-sized pieces that everybody can learn. Yeah. And they'll ret retain it more if it's in the middle of summer and they've just screwed up rather than in a shoulder. Oh, for sure. There. Yes. So, yes. all right. Before we take a break, if somebody wants to find out more about Interplay Learning, Dan, where do they go? Uh, the easy spot is interplaylearning.com or find Ken and I on LinkedIn. We're pretty active on there. Okay, cool. Thank you all. And we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Root Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy-to-understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729- 0258. We're back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm speaking with Ken Midget and Dan Clapper, who are with Interplay Learning out of Austin, Texas. And Ken does the plumbing and Dan does the HVAC part of training. So I want to talk about what goes on because I've heard about the boot camp and I've seen some contractors do boot camp, but I know there's success stories with boot camp that I haven't heard yet. So Dan, you want to talk a little bit about what boot camp is? I'm talking about the HVAC boot camp right now um, and how it's helped and in, in those types of things. Sure. So, I mean, a, the concept of a boot camp is taking someone with very little technical knowledge and how quick can I get them to where they're, they're revenue generating for me, whether it's just being able to do maintenance calls or warranty calls, something like that, and, and kind of give, them, give the quickest path you can. Um, and the, the way contractors have always done it is, you know, they hire someone new and they throw them in a truck and, you know, the technician learns what, whatever job that is that day. 
Whereas a boot camp, you can have a really structured program to get them through like a, a fast structured pathway. I've seen anywhere from eight weeks to 12 weeks, um, you know, getting them their EPA certification, going through OSHA 10 safety, learning the refrigeration cycle, learning how to main, maintain a unit. Um, and what I've, the best case I've seen is you learn for a couple hours in the morning and then you go out to the job set in the afternoon. And now you're immediately applying that knowledge to real world experience and it really makes that knowledge stick. Yeah, that's what I've seen. They do it in the morning and they're in a truck in that afternoon and they get their EPA licenses as a result of doing boot camp. And it's something that I think, and I don't mean it from a kid perspective, but younger generation, the generation that grew up with video games and everything else like that learns better this way, I think. Now, do I have any scientific knowledge of, you know, in a case study perspective and, you know, statistical analysis? No, I can only tell you empirically what I've seen. And I've seen it that way, that it works a whole lot better like that. Um, one of the things that Doug told me uh, was that you'd done some things for Walmart and, and took and took them through boot camp, right? Or am I missing it? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Okay. So anyway, somebody did that um, mm -hmm. from that perspective. But, you know, so you can use boot camp for people who aren't even in the industry. That's what I was trying to get at. And we can train them in the industry. Yes? Yep. Certainly. Certainly. And that's that's a that's a philosophy that we have that we know works that, you know, you hire for attitude and coachability and train them, you know, because the, because the market just doesn't have the tax. They're, you know, they're not just you know, they're just not there. And if, no. you, if you try and acquire one, it's going to be highly expensive. Um, there's a 50 50 chance they're going to come with some baggage and cause all kinds of problems in your company. And, you know, we don't do it that way and they just have an attitude because they know they're the top gun. So this becomes a problem trying to get the, uh, already skilled tech. You give it 50, 50, well, like it, it, 80 I'm trying to be, chance. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> don't be nice be real i mean 90 yeah. 99 times out well i'd say 90 times out of 100 maybe 80 80 percent of the time they all come with how they used to do things they're used to doing things their own way mm -hmm. and the mm -hmm. way it was before and sometimes it works most of the time it doesn't and then you as the owner of a plumbing or heating company are afraid to fire them because of their technical knowledge and they're screwing mm -hmm. up your culture. Yeah. Am I right? Yep. And there's the other complete under the scale, even worse, is that they really don't know what they're doing and they go out for two weeks and make a mess. And you got to yeah. fix it. Yeah, that's even worse. Which, so. which that is something that uh, a lot of users use our product for is to actually vet somebody during the onboarding process and during the interview process to see what they really know. So I know how to do this. I know how to do that. That's great. You, you know, the interviewer just brings up a simulation on their on their iPad or their laptop and turns it around and says, show me. Yeah, so it's, it's used as a tool that way as well. Yeah. Is there a plumbing boot camp, Ken? Not yet. Not yet. Um, you know, it's a little different because we have apprenticeships and uh, yeah. code and licensure. So it's a little different than, than on the HVAC side. But there are areas where um, things are a little more lenient and a little freer to do those environments. 
Yeah, because I hadn't seen one. That's why I asked the question. But it would be really cool if you did it both ways. And we could look at the apprenticeship training programs as, you know, instead of being four years, cut it into two. However, there's a lot of political baggage with that. So let's not go there. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So it, it's the middle of summer. It's the middle of vacation season and, and everything else like that. So do you you still bring them in for training? Is that the philosophy? Or you bring them in for a service meeting every other week, once a month? I mean, what's your philosophy on how much you communicate and have meetings in the summer? And Ken, we'll start with you. Well, there should be some type of company-wide training, you know, once a week. And then and during your peak season, if it's on the HEAC side, um, then we go back to what we were talking about with the 10 minutes. But you still need to have all those other communication things and safety has to be continuously trained. And that's usually done in those company-wide environments. So we, we think if, if, you're, if your shop normally has a weekly meeting to discuss stats or there's some kind of training element involved, that, that needs to be ongoing whether you're busy or not. Because if you just keep letting things go, operations start to dwindle and mistakes start happening, right? So um, the technical aspect fits in on the peak season with that 10 minutes a week or 15 minutes a week. Cool. Very good. All right. Final thoughts before we let you, I let you all go. So Dan, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. I mean, really, one of the statistics I love to talk about is if you look it up, 50 million people are making $15 an hour or less. And, you know, maybe they maybe they weren't great in school. Maybe they, you know, immigrated to the country or maybe they don't even know they have a career path. Right. So these are people that could potentially be some of your best technicians if you had a, a better structured in-house program. I mean, there's tons of people out there that want to grow and want want to have a better life and a better career. And, and Interplay is a vehicle to help you do that. Okay, Ken? Very, very much the same. Um, you know, this is an opportunity for business owners to grow and grow a company from a homegrown perspective to bring them in and uh, get them trained up and get them get them productive and get them producing money. You know, that it's an easy way to do that. It's, on, on the plumbing side, one thing that stands right out is the drain cleaning. Uh, we have a lot of drain cleaning te technical training that helps get a person up to speed. Um, they're not, not going to watch our training and jump right into a truck and do it, but they're going to have a whole lot more knowledge when they get in that truck with an experienced person in learning. Very good. Ken, Dan, thanks so much for being with me. And if you're interested in taking a look at some of the training that Interplay has, it's interplaylearning.com. So thanks for being with me. Thank you, Ruth, for having us. It was always fun. Yeah, Thank you, Ruth. All right. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money, too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.